Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Missing Vibe podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Taryn, here today with my great friends Renee and Landon, and this is a show dedicated to our friend Tanner, to whom we lost a little over a year ago, and we wanted to make something beautiful out of that tragedy and share it with other people and build a community. So feel free to scroll down and look at any of the topics if you feel as though you're grieving in the same way. Stick around and hear about the inspiration behind the missing vibe and our own missing vibe, Tanner. Nice. I'm Renee. And Landon's here too. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Landon. Sorry. Hi, Landon. You might recognize us all from our previous episodes. Yes, we did. Everyone did one individually about their story. So me, Tanner's mom... And then Landon and Taryn. And then last week we had Victoria. But we decided to do just a quick little episode this time about Tanner himself. I'm really missing him this week. And I thought that it would be a nice way to kind of get some fill in on to who he was and why we're doing this. Again, my name is Renee. I'm Tanner's mom. We lost Tanner on March 26, 2020. 22 to a drunk driver on a Saturday afternoon at 2.30 p.m. to say the last year and a half, no, not even a half, the last year and a few months has been difficult is an understatement for a lot of us. And again, like we discussed before, everyone grieves differently. Everyone has different roles in each other's lives. But as a mother, losing a child, mm, I never thought that your heart or you could go through such heartache and pain and still be standing and so not to focus on the tragedy of losing him I wanted to just kind of talk about him and what kind of a person he was you know just between these two guys have a conversation when when someone passes away it's easy to say that they were you know so great so kind they were a light in this world and you know, because I'm Tanner's mom, it's easy for me to say those things because they were true. Uh, but I don't think that Tanner realized those things. And, you know, now that he's gone, I don't know if he ever will. So I just wanted to give a little background just to the kind of person that he was. Awesome, eh? Well, we deserve it. Yeah, so for those who haven't listened to episodes one through three, this is their first one. Lana, why don't you... Tell us a little about your relationship to to Tanner. Uh, we know that Renee is Tanner's mom, um, but how did you know him? Yeah, I knew Tanner basically since um, I was a little kid. Um, Tanner's brother, CJ, and I, we were um, really close in age, like six months apart. So we practically grew up together. And so once Tanner came along, like he was just part of that posse. And um, yeah, my my mom and Renee would hang out pretty often and then when they did uh the boys got to play and um even when we moved to colorado springs we still kept in contact and at that time video games had really kind of taken over with like um, xbox live and um, discord and so we kept in contact and played lots of games and had had a lot of fun and at least i would say at least like about three times if not more a year we would all meet up and like in person and hang out and do stuff. And so from there, um, I was fortunate enough to move back 
basically a year before Tanner had passed away, and I got to I got to see him more frequently, hang out with him more, and that was and the thing that I was liked truly about a blessing. That is, as you guys got older, uh, same for you, Turn. You guys didn't, you know, you weren't forced by our moms are getting together, so we have to play together. It was, you know, as you got older, you guys chose to hang out. You know, you guys became kind of a tight group because Taryn, you know, also knew Tanner a really long time. And so we're real close to Tanner's fam- or Taryn's family. So it was really nice that you guys always chose to hang out. Like you became friends through the forced, <laughs> <laughs> forced friendships when you were little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool. I really think that like, um, yeah, the bond was our own. It wasn't it wasn't any like exterior motive or anything. It was just like. We like the same things, so let's hang out. And I'm I'm very grateful that that had stuck around for so long. I am too. All right. And then Taryn kind of has this. Taryn and Landon are real close in age. I don't know how far apart Not you too guys far. are. Yeah, like a a year maybe. So they're. Oh yeah, because you're right around CJ's birthday. I'm a little before, yeah. So. Somewhere yeah. six or nine months, something nice like that. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so your main vibe was CJ, my oldest son. You guys are closer to his age, so you guys were like brat pack in that age group. And then Tanner was the same age as Taryn's younger brother. And then also your um, yeah. and your younger sister, Emma, is closer to Tanner's age too. But, you know, she didn't want to hang out with the boys, so she was like, yeah, she still hates the boys. Yeah. <laughs> True story. She's learning so much about yeah. men. All the wrong things. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I was the same age as Tanner's older brother, CJ and Lance. We were a little, we were a little goon squad. Um, and CJ and I played on the same softball team when we were kids, as did Tanner and my little brother. So we would be constantly seeing each other either at games or practices um, or hanging out on the side. Um, I'll admit, back in the day, <laughs> I was friends with CJ, um, and I had a little brother, four years younger than me. The classic younger-older brother dynamic of insanity. And they had the same thing. So when we got together, it was just that times two. <laughs> Right, little brothers picking on big brothers, because it wasn't cool to hang out with them when you were younger. They were annoying. Even though we were equally as annoying. By the time they were the age we were, when we were saying they were uncool, we were an older age. and realized how uncool (laughs) we were at that age. And so the cycle goes on. Until eventually it got to a point where they just, like, surpassed us. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he had this charisma about him. Suddenly became like the coolest. No, because you guys, um, you guys had all the. Yeah. The career. Yeah. yeah, him and my little brother, they mellowed way. I out. remember. <laughs> like, we, we can probably start with this like fond memory. Yeah, I think we all got. There was this like closer. mobile game about like armies clashing, and they had a commercial about. There was a character in the game called the Legend Twenty Seven, and the Legend Twenty Seven was like the end all be all like. They were like, the commercial was like, they're sitting around a campfire and they're just talking about how like mysterious and all powerful this, this individual is. And we kind of adopted that into our group. And so Tanner, Tanner had a nickname as the legend 27. Well, that's interesting because I didn't know that. 
until I saw your the gifts that Taryn gave at his wedding, and it said Legend <laughs> 27, and I didn't know what that was, and I took forever. <laughs> Was. It was it yeah, was printed we on his groomsman like, <laughs> Taryn's mom, Shelly, and I were like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And no one was really forthcoming. So we thought, like, is it something bad? Is it, you know, whatever? But now we know. So I'm glad that you all had. Tanner was just the type to to garner, like, an infamous online yeah. reputation <laughs> in some niche um, competitive I, game. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, and I have no clue about any of that. So. You guys had your own little secret world. We did. The online multiverse. <laughs> that's how it's so cringe to say out loud. I know. I don't even know what that is. So, But it's cool that I mean, you guys stayed connected that way because you lived different places in COVID and everyone was isolated and you guys had fun and it was innocent fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it was your fantasy world because the real world is not that great yeah sometimes good old escapism yeah <laughs> escapism yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we played a lot of games yeah halo reach i think was like that was that was a nice way we to all kind of got our xboxes and just went to town um and that was a really just fun time being so young not having responsibility like you get home after school do your homework or not, and then you just get on with your your buddies and play until past your bedtime. But you got to be quiet after <laughs> whatever yeah, hour. <laughs> that was fun, but it was also a nice way to stay in touch even after we all kind of grew up and went off to college. It was nice to stay in touch here and there. <laughs> I'd spoken previously. Tanner's Tanner's a bit of a night owl. Yeah, and since like you myself. guys don't, you know, boys don't text. Boys don't text. In general, so. and they sure as heck don't text their moms. So I'm glad you guys <laughs> had that that outlet because you texted each other then or spoke to each other. You felt left out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. It was a good Still sense do. of like community for sure. Like it was called like the two o'clock talks or the twelve o'clock talks when like it was past midnight and it was all like now we talk about the real stuff going on in our lives. <laughs> That's cool though because you don't have that through texting you know you guys are able to have those conversations and learn a lot about each other more than you know i would never know about tanner and stuff so and as you got older like how would you define you know your personality versus tanner versus taryn's versus his brothers like everyone kind of comes into their own vibe i guess of how they're going to be what kind of an adult they are yeah what characteristics they share with everybody so like taryn's the funny oh Oh, yeah no i just wanted to confirm your question is just kind of like what personalities did we all develop into as we got older and matured yeah okay you're like well i'm not mature yet so i can't answer that yeah i'd say for sure tried and true i'm a nerd uh that hasn't changed but i think i've i've expanded my nerdiness to more than just video games i really get into like ancient roman battle tactics <laughs> um and then yeah and then yes. <laughs> yeah for real and then just a couple of years ago with Tanner, actually um i really got into mushroom hunting and actually on um not to eat them really i mean if i find edible okay, ones good, i'd love to cook them to but what i fast that because your mom's probably gonna listen to this oh yeah 
Yeah, not psilocybin I didn't need magic them, mushrooms, Mom. <laughs> and not poisonous mushrooms. So Good. Yeah. Okay. Now she can rest easy. Yeah, that's been really fun. Uh, and that's a hobby that actually kind of was created with Tanner when we went on that camping trip. I think I mentioned it um, a couple episodes ago. But even just like... Didn't you guys name them? Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, we named them like Carton of Eggs, Chicken Pot Pie, just Huge whatever... Spring. Whatever they looked like, that was their name. And um, just yesterday, actually, I was out on a trail and I found just like a whole swath of mushrooms. And so I took three or four and I just brought them back. They're just in my kitchen right now, sitting on some tin foil. Um, I'm waiting to get spore prints for them because that's the best way to identify mushrooms. And that's... Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Pretty, <laughs> pretty niche Unless hobby. Unless cats do. Huh? Unless the cats get a hold of them and they start tripping. Oh yeah, I have I have cups over them to keep the spores in. Oh good. Um, and just keep it insulated because yeah, these devils will for sure. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, weird hobbies, nerdy. That's me, I guess. Taryn, your turn. <laughs> oh god, like I'm any different. <laughs> <laughs> in some ways, you are. Yeah, I think because you're the theater. Yeah, I was the cringy theater kid growing up. Um, Tanner was not, but uh, he would he would come see my shows a lot with you guys, which I'd always appreciate. Like his eight to ten year old ass had a choice. Yeah, like we're going to see Taryn, and we're going to like it. We see him in the youth play. I think he's Brer Rabbit this time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Father Rabbit before. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the thing I appreciate. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you please. Nope, go ahead. No, you. Go ahead. No, keep keep digging in, Taryn. Tell us more <laughs> yeah. about your psyche. You're, you're going something. <laughs> yeah, we want to hear more of this because I uh, need to know. Um. Yeah, but, you know, I appreciate coming to that. And uh, I think things that I kind of grew into, I think the outdoors was a big one. Um, I remember when I, when I was a kid, my parents had this, uh, like, pop-up RV that they towed with a minivan for a few months before it shit out and they had to get this car for it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I think it was in there. It was like one of the first times that CJ and Tanner went. We have lots of pictures of that. Your mom was good at taking pictures. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was one of the first times with that. And I think since then I've kind of, I've always loved doing outdoor stuff with them. We didn't do it all the time, but um, as we got older and we were able to do things a little more independently, the squad would kind of go camping together. I think we all I like really it. enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Landon talked about the mushrooms, but I had, uh, you know, they didn't have any camping stuff. So I, or I should say daddy, <laughs> daddy's camping stuff would be like camp mom. Uh, <laughs> whenever we went, I'll be sleeping in the, in the commune tent, but it was nice. As, <laughs> not prepared, but having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> See, those are great memories. And I'm glad you have those because Tanner did enjoy that. A lot, and the thing I appreciate about you guys and your little group is that you're all a bunch of smart asses. So, you know, it's always something you guys could have serious conversations. Which, as a mom, I never really got to hear those from Tanner, but I'm glad that you guys had each other because you did have those conversations. And to go the complete opposite and be total smart asses, you know, always laughing. <laughs> so Tanner was really blessed to have you both and in cj and there's a few others lucas and i don't know who else was in the crew what who else was in your little group isaac i was my little brother isaac, oh, yeah, isaac. 
um, is a rotating band. Um, I don't know. We had a lot of friends. Yeah, and you could like a certain group of friends could hang out, and then another group could hang out. But you guys were all kind of like connected. And someone said, or used the example of Tanner was like the glue, in Very a way, much, because yeah. he brought other friendship groups together. You know, so you guys knew each other. You didn't always hang out together, but his, you know, Holstrom group where he went to elementary school was one group, and you met Manuel and all of his other friends, and you know his high school friends, and you guys had different grew up in different places so you all kind of had the opportunity to meet all of tanner's friends but also do separate things and i thought that was cool because i never really thought about that as him kind of bringing different people together i guess oh for sure i remember i could think of i i know some of his like pop punk skater friends because uh, there's this there were people in cj and i's grade um that we went to high school with who started band in that high school and it went on like well after high school and into college um it's called gestalt we would go to concerts of theirs around denver a ton after high school and then when tanner was old enough he would start going to them too <laughs> and so it was definitely made a lot more fun by knowing a few more people there because it's i think i kind of like pop punk's not my usual music scene but i really like this band <laughs> um so i don't like know anyone yeah, they there are awesome. <laughs> except <laughs> like people i know from from high school um and tanner and all of his scene friends because he can just chameleon and shit anyway yeah i feel like he kind of eased broke the ice a little bit with people and it's hard as a mom i don't know how he acted away from me you know i know he was silly and you know had his moments of you know everyone's at parties and being silly and drinking and stuff and being just like a fun guy he's he a good christian young man Never. he was he really was. You know, going to church was his favorite thing. You know, I'd be like, the only thing I want for Christmas is for you to go to church with me, you know. And so then he, <laughs> I guilted him into it. <laughs> Save that. <laughs> and the tactic worked. Truly a saint. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I will say for all three, you know, like you, Landon, your your mom and Shelly, you guys all were, you know, brought through the whole Catholic you know, um, sacraments, and you couldn't wait till you were done with the last one, so you could run screaming from that. And you probably went to church when your moms asked you to, <laughs> but that was it. Yeah, that's... I actually did volunteer <laughs> puppet shows at a church in <laughs> Isaac for a long time. You did? <laughs> yeah, it was how I got my volunteer hours for Honor Society. Oh my god! I was put on like. Puppet shows with heavy Christian overtones for like kindergartners while their parents were in mass. That's incredible. Okay, I don't remember that. Yeah, you could put that on your resume for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Tanner only lived 19 years, mm -hmm. and I still can't, you know, I still can't wrap my head around that at all. Again, like we've talked about, I'm ready for him to come home. He's been gone for on a trip or something. And when you start digging deeper and deeper and down that hole, you realize like, what's eternity? What's this? What if I myself lived, you know, longer than Tanner was here and so many weird things that come along with that process that I've really shoved aside. But, um, you know, the thing about Tanner for me was when I was, um, I was really hoping to get pregnant again with, a a baby 
obviously, <laughs> um, get pregnant again. And, you know, I wasn't quote unquote trying, but I was like, okay, I made a deal with God. Hey, if I get pregnant before my birthday, then cool. But if not, I'm not going to focus on it as much. And my friend Kim came over like two days before my birthday and we did a pregnancy test and I was pregnant with Tanner and I couldn't believe it. Cause I was like, God really made a deal with me. Uh, cause I was ready to just say, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm getting older. And so when I found out I was pregnant with Tanner, I felt like our bond between him and I just like immediately. Then you always have a bond with all your kids, but I was just like, wow, God, you know, God wants me to have this golden child. I think, um, you know, and then, as, you know, as a younger, as the baby, he was really pudgy. He had a round head. You know, he was an easy kid. He was funny. He made funny faces. He was always very accommodating to me. Even as a teenager, he would never really get annoyed with me to my face. He would always be willing to, you know, okay, I'll go. And inside he's probably screaming. But that was something that I really appreciated about him because he really was kind that way to me. And then, like you guys said, as he got older, I still feel like he felt a little more of that obligation. But at the same time, he started being my concert guy because he started really getting into music. And he'd be willing to go see, you know, bands that he may not be familiar with. And so that was kind of our thing, like concerts, comedy shows, and stuff like that. And I know people say, my son is my best friend, or, you know, and that's kind of weird when you think about it. But Tanner really was one of my quote-unquote friends, someone that I enjoyed spending time with. And he's not here to defend himself, so I will say he also enjoyed spending time with me. I don't know. So that's why I think I'm struggling so much, because I've lost that too. You know, the kid that would jump in and do stuff with me. He would do stuff, let me do stuff with his friends. I don't think he was embarrassed of me. Maybe he was, but so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think he was. Story. I never, yeah. I feel like definitely for some kids, it's like, oh, my mom is such a bitch. But um, <laughs> I don't think I've, I, I'm sure. He... I never heard a bad word about you from Tanner whatsoever. Oh. Well, you have to say that right now, anyway. But, <laughs> but it's it's also <laughs> genuine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like I ever, you know. And if we had an issue or I got mad at him, you know, we always were able to talk it out. So, you know, yeah. So him not being here, he was, you know, Tanner and I were living together, staying with my mom to help her with some health issues. So, on top of losing my son, I'm losing like his presence, physical presence. Mm every day you know i have his room i have to look at i he left me a cat miss clancy pants i would hear him playing the guitar at night talking to you guys on on the computer because he was definitely a, a night owl um and like we said before the accident took place you know right up the street so i have to drive by that every day i guess i just wanted to kind of the reason why i wanted to do something the only way i can stay close to him is if i keep speaking his name and you guys are so willing and kind to do the same, and I appreciate that. Well, thanks. It's yeah. nice. It's much better reminders than the uh, than the ones you listed. Maybe being able to go back and listen to stuff like this, or 
even, you know, be able to incite, like, uh, other, let Tanner, Tanner's memory be able to incite conversations and other connections. Right. It's a very sad, you know, your head spins, you're numb. And there's lots of pages. And like I mentioned before, I met a lady who lost her son the same day as Tanner mm. um, to a fentanyl overdose, unfortunately, in California. And we kind of just like saw the same date and started talking um, about our sons, of course. And, you know, next on the first, I'm going to fly out to California and meet her and give her a oh. hug because we've both walked this journey together. And it's been a really good support for me but there's so many people when you get on the facebook and stuff there's so many people that have lost not only their children parents it's grief is real and it's like we talked about i don't think anyone escapes it obviously mm -hmm. but you guys are young and have experienced it you know multiple times for landon and you know victoria but you know tanner was probably the closest outside of family person that you guys may have lost. Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure. Definitely. And so, yeah. And then you have, you know, like I said, you're friends with CJ. And the hard part about CJ was, you know, he was getting ready to go to school to start become a physical therapist. And Tanner died in March. And CJ had to make a really difficult decision whether or not he was going to go to school because it's in Florida mm -hmm. or be, you know, which he is traumatized, but, you know, have that hold him back. And I'm really grateful that he chose to go to Florida. But, you know, you guys as his friends, you've kind of watched him from afar because he's not here anymore. Yeah. And you can worry about him in your own way. I think you guys worry about each other. So I'm grateful that he has you guys too. You know, and, and T CJ and I don't, we don't, it's not really a hot topic. I don't know. CJ just doesn't want to talk about things, and that's fine. That again, goes back. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, he never did before, so. Exactly. Um. <laughs> that reminds me that on one of, like, our one-on-one -on -one drives where I, quote-unquote, kidnapped Tanner for a couple <laughs> hours in, in the dark of night, we were talking about CJ, and um, just, like, a couple weeks beforehand, him and I had actually had, like, a pretty deep conversation, which, knowing CJ, that's a... That's a pretty rare occurrence. And so I told Tanner that and we both were like, whoa, <laughs> what is <What's> happening? happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Again, that's like you're a safe person. He's known you his whole life. I'm glad that, you know, the kids come to you actually like for some philosophy and some deep thinking. Oh, yeah. Which is helpful. It's easier to come from you than their parents. For sure. Yeah, yeah, Landon could probably go state <laughs> secrets at any one of Tanner's friends. Yeah, well, <laughs> I have. <laughs> when we were in COVID, I got to meet a bunch of Tanner's friends online when we did like our D and D groups, and like, <laughs> like, like my I guess their first impression of me was like this, this sage of like infinite wisdom. It's like they would they would come to me in private. They'd like message me privately and be like. <laughs> Hey man, can we talk about whatever, like friends butting heads and stuff like that? Um, it was just a really bizarre position to be in where like, I didn't know these people, but Tanner knew them. And then like, I slowly became their friends by first being like their therapist. <laughs> and you got, it was free. Yeah. Free therapy. I got to start charging. You take it where you can get it these days. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's true. Plus, little did they know you were just Googling it on while you were talking to them. You're in the search engine. Yeah. Handle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I just used like training from old like work trainings and it's like, yeah, this is conflict resolution. Here's how you guys need to talk to each other to solve this problem. And it worked. <laughs> That's good though, because everyone does look at you as like, oh, Landon has a deeper thought process about it, which is good because it expands your your mindset. You know, like I said before, we were, you guys were, I'm a Christian. I go to church, uh, not Catholic church. I will add that. But um, I do have a faith and you guys were raised that way, quote unquote. But I was happy that, you know, Landon, you were expanding, you know, just different thoughts. All I would ever want for my kids or for you guys is to figure it out for yourself, you know, not have it jammed down your throat. And you gave that to Tanner you know, when you guys started talking about stoicism and stuff, never yeah. being disrespectful to what I felt, but just, you know, figuring it out on, on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Just asking questions, kind of finding new patterns of thinking. I think that's kind of the core of philosophy is to like ask different questions in different ways to figure out what this is all about. Um, and Tanner really clicked with that. He really resonated with it. So yeah, it was really awesome to just like, we could talk for like an hour or two just about the philosophy of stoicism. Um, and we could we could talk for longer, but like, you know, <laughs> that's a lot of deep thinking for two hours. And I'm like, I didn't even know you knew what stoicism was. Like, I was like, really, you're having conversations like that? I would have never known that until you know, he finally told me that he was interested in learning about it, mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, I remember one time you were sitting here, Tanner, I don't know who was here, but you, I don't know what the topic was. You brought up racism. You're like, Renee, how do you feel about racism? And I was like, uh, <laughs> and I was like afraid <laughs> to answer. And yeah. then you started like, you know, philosophizing it. And I'm like, well, I gotta go, <laughs> I gotta go, um, run to the store. But so you did have deep thinking and it, it was good for Tanner is what I'm trying to say. And all the people cool. that, you know. So again, you made that impact on him. You had that open mind, you know, to teach him, not teach him, but show him and not judge him for what his thoughts were if they didn't align because yeah. you guys are you're still learning. So Absolutely. Yeah. I kind of viewed our relationship a lot like kind of like uh, the mentor-student relationship. Um, not to say that like he wasn't below me because I think truly like in any relationship you learn a lot from each other um but i definitely felt like i could definitely like provide him just like some brotherly advice for when cj didn't want to talk <laughs> or wasn't so, here which yeah or wasn't here yeah and so right. that was that was always really great because i never had a little brother growing up so i got all the perks of a little a little brother without living with one so i got to you know I got to love Tanner and hang out with him and, and love and cherish him um, without From like, afar. <laughs> thinking that he wasn't cool. <laughs> See, yeah, and Taryn can say, you know, totally different because we'd have slumber parties and, you know, the little brothers were freaking annoying and wanted to do everything the big brothers did. And yeah. the moms had to like, well, you need to hang out with your brother until Shelly and I, Taryn's mom, figured out that, hey, you keep one set of kids i'll keep the other and they can live in bliss for 24 hours 
perfect. And there was peace. <laughs> yeah, and peace. You know, we don't have to worry about them laying on us and farting or something. We can just mm-hmm. be in peace. <laughs> and you got the joy. I don't joy think of we ever happening. did that. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was a little brother thing if that happened. No, that's what I meant. They didn't couldn't do that to you. But. Oh, they try it on us for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely had a, like, I really did like grow up with the kid. Like he was my little brother. Um, I got I made out with two. You got two little brothers for the price of one. Yeah, we were a little quartet of chaos, and it was it was awesome. And I definitely didn't have some Jungian archetype relationship with with Tanner. Or maybe I did. I just didn't break it down at that point. But yeah, it definitely evolved. As we grew up, we got closer. I'd say Tanner just became like really self-aware, um, not just of himself, but just like the world around him. And in those yes. moments, either in public or hanging out with family, people are just being people and it's shenanigans and the world just feels like a, a sitcom <laughs> that you were <laughs> unfortunately cast in. Uh, you just want to like look at the camera. I like Tanner and I would often find each other like... <laughs> Just like looking over and locking eyes, like, yep, that's life. <laughs> and he'd make this little face. I don't know if he did it with you, but like he'd half close his eyes and he'd do like this fake Joker smile. I don't even know how to explain it, but I knew oh, then yeah. he was like so over. Yep, I know exactly what you <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was his cue. The face, it was just like the, yep. <laughs> you know, when he passed away, Shelly, Karen's mom, put together these beautiful like poster boards of Tanner and friendship and all the memories. And she had a a poster board specifically for his faces, facial expressions. So, you know, Tanner was very animated with his, his, his facial expressions, always doing some sort of weird Fortnite dance, um, (laughs) which was funny. I thought, Oh my gosh, he's amazing. He's going to like go into professional dancing or something i don't know professional Fortnite dancing <laughs> yeah. yeah we had hopes my little star my little star um yeah and he was you know tanner was funny like you guys are all funny when you're together talking and you know tanner's funny i all of his friends together it's awesome because i don't know tanner was funny but not like obnoxious funny he didn't realize maybe how funny he was i don't know i don't think he tried to be funny he was just funny yeah he he just had a, a wit about him he yeah could just a very jump dry on, wit yeah he could just jump on any little thing and make a joke out of it yeah i appreciate that when you guys are all together that was that's something i miss because i don't have that i still have you guys and i'm grateful for that and you know tanner had you know he started at school at you know and he came up with great you know elementary school friends manual is his best friend yeah and the two of those together oh gosh they're so dry-witted funny um i love being around them i think that's why i like being around tanner and his friends all the time because they were so amusing Mm -hmm. and you know i don't know it's hard to explain but you know he had all his friends from elementary school into high school and then he met, you know, his girlfriend, Keelan, you know, which was a little bit, you know, later in his life. I think he was, was he 19, maybe 18? No, he was 18. Because here's the story. He had said he was talking to some girl, da, da, da. And they were going to go on a date. And I said, do you guys want to go to a comedy show? 
to see jokes because that's my thing and I I was shocked that he um said yeah that'd be cool because I've never met his girlfriend before and his story was that he met her at a skate park you know just their eyes locked over I don't know half pipes or something <laughs> over the half pipe <laughs> <laughs> so when we get to the comedy show I'm like oh hi I'm Renee Keelan blah 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 and I'm like so it's something about it's so cool how you and Tanner met and she's like on Tinder and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> was like, okay so they met on Tinder which was hilarious I'm like why I don't know why Tanner didn't tell me the truth but that's kind of funny like he was so creative that he went from a skate park to Tinder. I didn't think the skate park <laughs> the skate park sounded legit, but anyway, so you know, he met Keelan and you know, he started figuring things out and enjoying doing stuff cuz with COVID, like you guys know, it knocked the wind out of so many people. Yeah. And Tanner was a senior in 2020 and he was already struggling with you know, his own like little depression that everyone kind of goes through and then 2020 hit all bets were off and a lot of kids went through a kind of isolation so I was glad that you guys had the video games but then you lose your drive you lose graduation you lose prom you lose all the fun senior stuff oh yeah you lose yeah you lose what you want what does he want to do he didn't know he thought something was wrong with him because he didn't want didn't really think he wanted a four-year academia thing that wasn't tanner's thing yeah so i i, I credit you guys for <clears throat> also helping him when he was struggling i don't know who else struggled during covid because you guys were already out of high school i don't know how it affected you yeah we were in college yeah <laughs> to learn there easy a it's like <laughs> yeah there's about three years of of no learning that got done yeah no interaction with no stimulus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. College. You see your teacher's face, right? You just get like emailed homework. Yeah. Yeah. College yeah. got easy really, really fast with COVID. Because you guys were in college <clears throat> and you guys yeah. were isolated again in online. And that really knocked Tanner for a loop. And he really did struggle with some, I don't want to say depression, but he did. Mm -hmm. And. So he was just coming out of his shell and feeling positive and wanting to move out and go to Germany and all those things that you should be doing at that age. And now none of that's going to happen. Yeah. So, but <clears throat> you know, at the funeral or celebration of life, you hear, you know, people always say, like I said, such positive things about your person, even if it was the worst person in the world, they're, they're going to say something nice just because. Yeah. You know, and the things that people said and the things that people wrote on the memory box, that little memory box. And I should share with you guys because, like, one of them was someone, Tanner talked someone down from committing suicide. Um, does he know that? I don't know. I don't know. So you see those things and you really hope that Tanner knew that he had some positive vibes going on for the people around him. I don't think people share that enough with each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it makes perfect yeah, sense. I agreed. think sometimes you don't even realize it until it's gone. I know Tanner was certainly one of the last people, you know, I thought I'd be saying goodbye to for the last time whenever I saw him. 
Yeah, you don't know. And all everyone can say is, oh, this was the last time I saw him or this is the last time I what he said. And I think it was I don't know if this is true, Taryn, but you guys went and tried on tuxes and then yeah. did you go to Tap and Burger or something? Yeah, with Steve. And so Tanner was there, right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the last place my brother, Steve, saw him. And I don't know if it was you guys, too, or if you had seen him, you know, past that. Because I don't remember what month that was. But you just don't know. Yeah, you never know. And certainly not, you know, when Tanner's younger than all of us. So I don't think anybody here expects to outlive someone younger than you. Absolutely. No, it's so crazy. I mean, then, then as you bring, you know, you say that, then you, we talked about, there's just so many avenues to talk about where grief is concerned and like Landon brought up cognitive behavioral therapy. There's just so many things and ways that people cope, cope. There's, you know, your spirituality, there's, there's some people that believe in the afterlife. There's some people believe in signs and um, from your loved ones after they pass. And like we said, Landon, your mom's a big one on that. And I kind of thought it was dumb, but it I've had experiences that I'm like, well, that's, is that a co- coincidence or could that be Tanner? And so I always choose to say it's Tanner just makes me feel better. But when Tanner passed, we were, a lot of people were sending meals to Steve's house. My, and I had a lady who lives very, very, very far South. And she asked if she could send a meal. Yes sent it to Steve's and it was from Tap and Burger. And of all the places that she could choose to have a meal sent from, it was Tap and Burger. So Steve was like, Wah. like we were both crying because it was like so random that she picked that place. I don't even know if there's how many are in Colorado. <laughs> I don't even know. Like who's like, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, you know, but Steve found a little comfort, like, Oh wow, that's the last time I saw Tanner, and she sent a meal from that place. So little things like that, which we'll mm-hmm. save for a whole other podcast because we'll get you know we should get your mom on that one. Oh yeah, because she's had some experiences that I've witnessed, so I know, I know, I know some of the things she's experienced. So yeah, and I don't know what your guys. I don't think you believe in that, Tan or Tan. Uh, I called you Tanner, Landon. Or Taryn, what are your thoughts, you know, world, you know, real quick um, on that and we'll talk about yeah. it another time, but I'm a, I I'm think a... I've assigned for myself more significance to things, um, not so much like a sign from higher power, but if I see purple flowers, I'll stop and appreciate them more than I think I would have, you know, two years ago, year and a half ago, if I see, you know, a hobby that Tanner liked more. I might uh, take an extra second watching someone do it or, you know, just sort of appreciating like a guitar or really cool Minecraft castle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a good way to put it because Tanner's color was purple. So everyone looks for purple. And it seems like one of our big ones for me and the kids is a purple vehicle, a purple car. Hmm. And I don't know if it's like before something happens, you're not looking for it, but all of a sudden we're like aware and we're looking for purple. And we have seen so many purple cars at the most random times that we always have to just say that's Tanner, which, you know, 
doubtful, but I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it is. Um, it reminds me of him, so I try and linger on those feelings that way I can kind of keep him alive in memory. At least that's like the signs or the closest to it. I feel it's just sort of like a, a greater a reminder. Maybe yeah, significance and feelings that come up for certain things. Like Montucky. Yeah, I don't like beer, but I'll choke down a Montucky if it's offered. Amen. the legend. Yeah, the legend 27. I hate beer, though. <laughs> what is I don't even know what Montucky was. It's basically, like, it's just similar to, like, Bud Light. Is it from Colorado? No, it's from... I think it's uh, somewhere Montana, Kentucky area. <laughs> yeah, it's it's from Kentucky, but it's called the unofficial beer of Montana. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> It's yeah, it's good though. It's got beautiful art on it as well. Nice. So yeah, yeah. everyone drinks a Montucky. And what are your thoughts on that, Landon? Yeah, for like for signs, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty cut and dry with it. Um, I don't really believe in them. I grew up watching Ghost Hunters a lot, and like <laughs> all the signs that they had for the potential for this house or whatever to be haunted i was like this is bullshit <laughs> no like, it's fine <laughs> yeah and like that's for me and like i i can totally respect other people having kind of these belief in signs but for me i'm i'm a very big like seeing is believing kind of guy um but, but has anyone ever said do you see oxygen <laughs> here Someone we go <laughs> let's go <laughs> no um i i do believe in like dreams um i i just i don't know i, I pick at things very rationally my counselor says i have like a hyper rational outlook on everything so there's always bad. like a, a rational explanation for whatever a hawk flying in the air because i know chayton tanner's middle name was is it cherokee for hawk it was like Lakota, so Lakota? Oh, Falcon okay. or Hawk. Lakota. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like when I see a hawk and I'm out hiking, it's like, ah, cool. That's, That's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing reminder. a hawk in the in the natural habitat that it <laughs> it lives that in. It should be. <laughs> I know yeah. it's Tanner. <laughs> so Well, so you're basically saying like, you know, ghost hunters, finding Bigfoot, you're not a big fan of Sasquatch either. <laughs> no. Sure. Not really. Okay, because he's never. I think been it's found. cool. Yeah, I think it's cool, but it's just not for me. And same goes for signs. Like, um, my mom definitely takes a lot of, um, how would I put this? Maybe just like spiritual energy, or like resonation in um, these signs of like, um, you know, Rob or Tanner or something uh, watching over her. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm glad that gives her peace. But yeah, it for does. me, signs just ain't it for me. And that's fine. You know, and that's the thing. Like, good, because no one's going to say, you are a jerk because you don't believe in signs. Yeah. Everyone's different, you know? Like Sharon said, I didn't I think of it like that. I was just about that. <laughs> You know? I know you were. <laughs> I could feel but the wait. tension building up. <laughs> yeah, we'll discuss this later. Yeah. <laughs> when the podcast is over. But like Tara, I didn't even think of it like Taryn. Like, it's not a sign. It's just a remembrance of Tanner that would be there anyway. But yeah, it's purple. I think of him. Yeah. I yeah. I had passed the same purple flowers walking my dog, you know, for a year before Tanner died. And I didn't really think twice about him. But yeah, now then... I'll go out of my way to walk by him. 
right? CJ would say when he first got out to school that a lot of times his, if there was a test or something, he had a professor that had a, a purple shirt on underneath the lab coat, you know, and CJ picked up on those things. And every once in a while, he'll say he saw something purple. So I feel like maybe it's the same as Tanner or Taryn. You know, he's looking at it like that, not so much a quote unquote sign, but I'm not trying to speak for him, but maybe just like, sure. oh, it's purple, it's purple, it's purple. This I remember um, during Taryn's uh, wedding, there was some pretty heavy cloud cover in the sky and it looked like it was just going to like dump and like <laughs> it would be an indoor wedding. <laughs> um, but like, I remember we just took like photographs um, with all the bridesmaids and groomsmen and um, like we heard like a really long rolling rumbling thunder and CJ kind of looked towards the mountains and he's all like Tanner's here. Like this is his entrance. Aww. Um, and that was That's really, nice. that was really cool. That is cool. Cause I don't, you know, like I said, hear that CJ is very private and, you know, keeps things to himself. So for him to say that is really nice, you know, yeah. to know that he thinks that. And then, you know, if you want to add the next layer to that was, you know, him flying out for Tanner's, oh, I keep saying Tanner's, Taryn's wedding, flying from Florida, had a layover in Nashville ends up talking to some young lady at the bar who's also flying to Denver for a wedding. Um, got, you know, chatted, exchanged. By the numbers. grace of God, she talks to him back. <laughs> she didn't like hide or run to the bathroom. She's like, whoa. Shocker. Like, so, I know. We're so proud of Bella. Um, but here we are a year later and, you know, they're, they're dating, they're together. And, you know, CJ would say Tanner, had a hand in this. It's like a Hallmark movie and da 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 da. And in some yeah. ways, I find comfort in that because I do kind of believe that in my own world that Tanner, you know, is like, well, since I have almighty powers now, I might as well get my brother a girlfriend. I have the power <laughs> to do that. <laughs> so, you know, and, and Bella has been, you know, really good, you know, for, for CJ and he's happy in Florida. And I, it just makes me happy that. CJ feels that Tanner had a hand in that too. So I guess that's the comfort. We all pick and choose what we want to attach meaning to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is, uh, he is where he is what we assign him to now. It's kind of on us to, we're going to be carrying him the rest of our lives. I guess it's yeah. just trying to make it more like a torch instead of a kettlebell. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Oh yeah. Just keep shining his light sharing stories and you know anyone listening to this has no clue who tanner is but you know like you said taryn this is also for me and hopefully you guys too that we can go back and listen to what we say about tanner and and conversations and it's not always about tanner i mean victoria shared her story which was very difficult you know i didn't have any clue what she went through losing her her you know stillborn baby lana but other people listened to it and maybe felt a little better or understood, you know, and you guys talked about your losses, multiple losses for Landon, losing his father and Tanner, and then a few other mixed in there for you <laughs> in such a Many short others. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Taryn just, you know, dealing with a loss that's close family. And then, you know, you're trying to get through a wedding and, not sure what to do and having, you know, the worst experience with a, a therapist, you know, everyone grieves, <laughs> grieves so much. And 
like we said, your age group, well, a lot of people, but I feel like your age group really struggles because they really don't have the resources. And if they do, they have the experience you had, Karen. And even Landon a couple times. Like, you find someone and they are terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, getting, like, good quality professional clinical help is hard to come by. Um, and I think it's it just it's kind of human nature. Like, we just click with certain people and other people we don't click with. There might be right. some boomer out there that has an epiphany when he's all like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I do have to just white knuckle it. You're right. But for, I'm like, Karen, that. <laughs> that's just not... That's not what you needed. <laughs> no, no. And that's why it's like with this, people can at least talk. You find support among your peers or whatever. And everyone has a story and everyone has some way that, you know, that grief has affected them. So I'm hoping that people will start, you know, sharing ideas for us. And, you know, I'm open to hearing other people's stories too. And just so many things to do with grief that I know that we're going to, we gave ourselves a year, right? Mm -hmm. To to give this a whirl. So you're stuck with us for a year, everybody. <laughs> Please, download. <laughs> Please download. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> See you next time. See you next time. You better hurry and listen because you only have a year. Yep. But it will be there for return. Yeah, for, for us. And that's, I think, what was most important for me. And for, you know, Taryn and Portia and you being willing to just kind of go with it because we all come up with ideas and then we don't do anything about it. So, you know, Taryn, you know, really did push. Here's my list. You know, let's do this. And I appreciate that. And, and Portia being willing to help us with. Yeah. More like everything. More up. like Taryn's wife pushed. <laughs> and then it finally came into existence. Oh, okay. The truth comes out. She like, so we'll just use her as we should, instead of executive producer, we should call her the executioner. <laughs> that does Exec sound good. Executive executioner. <laughs> yeah. Portia. Exactly. Thank you, Portia. Sure. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Definitely come listen to more. We're going to have more stories about different types of grief that deserve to be heard, as well as some of uh, our experiences and, you know, maybe some sort of other uh, professionals' opinions on, like, how to deal with it and what are some of the steps. So definitely tune in and, uh, See you for the next year. Yep. <laughs> we, we're going to get this done. Buckle up, everybody. It's going to be a ride. We're just getting started. Yes, we're just getting started. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.